You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 32. In today's episode, we are taking a step back to talk about six things that you can work on when you have limited time to work on your food blog. No matter what the reason is that your time is limited, this episode will give you direction and help you to see the big picture and the mundane tasks that you can focus on when your schedule ebbs and flows. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience, but building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. excited to be here today with you again. I am recording this episode at night again and there's just something about being a little bit in a different space and doing something a little bit different that just kind of gets me feeling more creative for these episodes and I'm really excited to dive into this topic today. But first, I just want to say if you are new to the podcast, I'm so happy that you are tuning into today's episode and I just want to do a really quick introduction. So my name is Madison Weatherill and I am the web designer and branding strategist from Grace and Vine Studios, which is a design studio that is built specifically for food bloggers just like you. Now, if this is your first time listening, I want you to know that these episodes I specifically write and tailor to speak to food bloggers, but if you're in another industry, you will definitely be able to take things away from these episodes. I just give very clear examples that come from the food blogging industry. So I was recently talking to a friend of mine who just had a baby and we were discussing how much more productive that you can be when you all of a sudden have a smaller amount of time to work. And so today's episode is inspired by that conversation and I just want to dive in and talk about what to do when you are forced to slow down. The thing that I've noticed with my food blogger friends is that it's often hard to know what to focus on or what to work on in your business when you are only able to do a very small amount of work. And there are plenty of situations where you might not have as much time to work, like a new baby, a sick family member, or lack of childcare. There are just so many scenarios that I have faced in my own life over the last five years of trying to run a business and also be a mom, but also just in whatever situation or whatever phase of life that you are in, things happen and sometimes we are thrown curveballs. The thing that I have seen suffer the most when I am in a season of my life or in my business where time is tight is my content calendar and my process for creating content. So I want to just make a note to be realistic and be gracious with yourself as you are adjusting timelines for things when you can and don't continue forward during a season of less time with the same expectations. You need to be able to look at this with a realistic viewpoint to be able to see what is possible for you in this season. And don't beat yourself up about that. Just focus on making a new plan and pivoting when you can. 
I also want to mention that I think this is a huge mindset shift that you have to make. You can easily stay stuck in a rut feeling like you can't work or you can't adjust your schedule and instead you can take action and be proactive to adjust your schedule and your expectations so that you can get more work done and to focus on the things that are most important. So let's jump in and talk about things that you can do when you don't have as much time as you used to or as you would like to have. The first set of tasks that you can work on and focus on are your systems and processes. Now, I know for me, this is the thing that I put off and don't focus on until it becomes a problem, or at least that's how it used to be in my business. And so some of the ways that you can focus on systems and processes during this time is to start documenting your blog post process and really writing down every step that you have to take from start to finish in creating a blog post. You could write out a process for the way that you might work with a specific team member, maybe writing down what you need to have before you hand off a task to that team member, and then what any sort of review process looks like after you get that item back or the team member does the job. You could also write out a process or a system for video or photography and how you attack taking photos or a video for your blog. The next thing that you can focus on is learning a new skill. Maybe you can finish a course that you bought and you never went through or never finished. Maybe you could look into purchasing a new course if there is a specific topic that you've always wanted to learn about or a skill that you've wanted to grow for your blog but you just haven't had the time to do it. And the other option is that you could find a creative outlet that you want to learn. Maybe it isn't directly related to your food blog, but it's something that would spur your creativity, which is going to leak into the other areas of your food blog. Maybe you've always wanted to do something like an Instagram live, but it's always gotten pushed to the bottom of your to-do list. So try that out now and let that be something that fuels your creativity and inspiration And you don't have the excuse of it moving to the bottom of your to-do list if you realize that other parts of your business are hard right now. Maybe an Instagram Live can be something that is fun and easy for you to try to tackle right now. The next type of task that you can work on is focusing on something that you love. So which part of the blogging process do you love? Get ahead on that part. If you love taking photos and taking photos comes naturally and easy for you, then focus on getting ahead in taking photos. Maybe you love the recipe creation portion of the process and you can use this time to be testing different recipes with your family and making that be something that you get ahead on and then you can catch up on photos or blog posts later on for those recipes that you've created. Maybe you can focus on whatever part of your process is easiest to do when you have kids around. Maybe the computer work side is hard, but taking photos is easy. So focus on the part that is either easy or that you really enjoy doing because that is going to help you feel better overall about the work that you are getting done and it's going to help you not dwell on the work that you're not able to get done. And if the pressure of taking photos or writing an actual blog post is too much for you right now with limited time, then focus on doing something for fun. Maybe learn how to use Flash or take photos of your plated dinner just for fun and not because it's for a blog post. I know that it's sometimes really hard to focus on pushing yourself creatively for photography when you are kind of on a deadline for getting a a blog post done. So sometimes just taking yourself out of that content creation mode and just doing photos for the sake of photos can really help to push your creativity with those as well. 
The next set of tasks that you can focus on is the tech side of blogging. And I feel like I can hear some groans when I mention that, but I know that the tech side of your blog is what usually gets put to the very end of your to-do list. And usually you don't think about it until there's a problem. These are the types of things that always end up on the bottom of the list because they're not usually very urgent. When was the last time that you updated your plugins? Maybe go ahead and take care of that. It's such a simple thing that will take just a few minutes of time, but it will make all the difference. Maybe you've always wanted to start backing up your blog and you've never taken the time to figure out how to do that. Maybe you need to research new hosting, or you've been working on switching out recipe cards for the last year and it's still not quite done. Maybe you need to do a plugin audit to go through your plugins and see which ones you need to remove. In episode number four of the podcast, I talked about doing your own website audit, and that is a really great thing that you could spend time on because there are things that you will find in that audit that may take a little bit more time to fix or to address, and so this is the perfect time to give yourself a little bit of a project that will also benefit your blog. So if you haven't gone through that website audit, or really even if you haven't gone through it in the last quarter, then I would definitely recommend either listening to that podcast episode or grabbing the free checklist to be able to walk through the different steps of this process to give your overall website a quick audit that will help you grow your blog more efficiently and also just take some of the stress of these unknown problems in your blog that you may not even realize you have, but to be able to just take care of those. So if you want to listen to that episode, go back in your podcast player to episode number four, or you can grab that free checklist by going to thevinepodcast.com backslash 004 download. And I will put that in the show notes as well. Another thing that you can do is to comb through the categories on your site and then make sure that all of your posts are categorized correctly. I have worked with quite a few of my clients to do this recently, especially when we are working on a new custom site for the client. It's a perfect time to make sure that all of your posts have the correct categories and are where you want them to be so that when their new site goes live, everything is already in working order. But you don't have to wait until you are doing something big like that to make sure that your posts are all categorized correctly. It's one of those processes that can take a long time and just feel daunting, but it's the perfect sort of mindless thing to do while you're watching TV at night or even when you are trying to entertain your kids while also work. This is a perfect thing because you don't have to have full focus on it. Another thing is if you haven't switched to Gutenberg yet, you can listen to episode 31 and then start switching over a few posts at a time so that you can get used to this editor and take this extra time or lack of really focused time to put that effort into learning that new skill. Now, another thing that you can do is to focus on the ways that you can be connecting with your audience. The fact of the matter is that people are finding themselves with a lot more time right now. And so that means that screen time and social media usage are a lot higher than normal. So take advantage of that in a good way and use that extra screen time to connect with your audience more. Maybe you decide to send out a user survey right now or create some polls on Instagram to get to know your audience. And if you have content that is doing really well right now, maybe you create a freebie for that or create a mini course. Or maybe you just do an Instagram live where you talk about some tips to make those popular recipes or teach them something new. I think a lot of people right now are wanting to at least not be struggling in the kitchen. And so this is the perfect time to really show up as the expert that you are and help your audience where they're at. 
And I know for some of you, thinking about things like creating a course or even a freebie or doing an Instagram live might seem like that is going to take way too much time and you don't have that time right now. But I want you to think about what you could get done if that was the only thing that you were focused on right now. If for this time you let go of creating new content and you just focused on meeting that specific need that your audience has right now, and I guarantee that you could get something that seems as big as a mini course or a freebie done in a very short amount of time if you put all of your focus and energy into it. It might just take shifting around your priorities so that you can make it happen. Now the last section of things that you can do has to do with updating old blog posts. This is literally something that you can always be doing. And again, certain parts of updating your blog posts can be mindless and things that you do while you're multitasking. Others, like if you are redoing the recipe or taking new photos, might take more concentration. But there is just always something that you can be doing to update an old post, whether it's adding more value, like answering more questions in a post, updating photos, adding alt text, or creating new pins for an older post. There's just always something that you can be doing. Even something as simple as reading through an old blog post will be really effective because you will for sure see maybe errors or spelling mistakes or things where you realize you need to add more information or you need to explain a step further. I know for me, the more I make my own recipes from my blog, the more I find things that I need to fix. And so this is really important to do that often, make your own recipes often, and also just be reading through your blog posts when you're not as close to it as you are when you're first publishing it. If you went ahead and created a process for writing your posts, then run an old blog post through that new process and you'll probably find something that you missed or didn't do in that new process because it's an older post and this is a new process that you are trying out. Now the purpose of this episode is not to overwhelm you with feeling like you have to do all of these things, but I really wanted to give you some practical ideas of things that you can do. A lot of these things that I mentioned can be done while multitasking, while taking care of a sick child, or just trying to multitask, entertaining the kid and working, or just doing it in front of the TV after a long day. But I really want you to focus on adding one of these things at a time and not feeling like you have to do all of them. Give yourself plenty of time to do it. Rearrange your work time and schedule to focus on just this one task so that you can get some momentum and start feeling like you're making progress. And you can also just not be in a cycle of feeling bad about not working. You can shift your priorities and your focus on what you are working on instead of focusing on the things that you can't work on or things not being the same as they used to be. Sometimes in these kinds of seasons, it is better to just force yourself to do something and that will help you gain momentum to continue feeling motivated to work on your blog and to start seeing results even if they are smaller than a brand new blog post or creating a crazy amount of pins for all of your new content. Focusing on one thing at a time can really give you momentum and encouragement to continue moving forward with your blog. I hope this was helpful and I would love to hear if any of these ideas resonated with you and you're going to take action on them. I would love for you to pick at least one that you can focus on and start seeing that progress that I am talking about. Don't forget to check the show notes for those blog posts and 
freebies that I mentioned in this episode. And as always, I love seeing you guys share these episodes over on Instagram. I'm over at Grace and Vine over there and it just makes my day to see that you guys are enjoying these episodes and taking action from them. So definitely keep doing that and thanks for listening and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to the vinepodcast.com. Talk soon.